Welcome to the What's Next podcast. The function of this podcast is to help current students to have a better understanding of the career options available to them after they finish their studies, as well as being aware of the resources and support they have available to help them in their journey from the start to the end and beyond the academic studies here at ISCMP. So today we are back with another episode of What's Next and we have a very special guest. I'm going to get her to introduce herself and as we dive into this topic of what's next. So if you'd like to tell us what's your name, what did you study at ICMP and what is your current uh, occupation and job? If you have multiple stuff, yeah, you can just tell us what your current occupation or jobs if it's more than one. Hey Jordan, thanks so much for having me. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, my name is Joy. Um, my actual artist name is Joy Doc. And when I studied at the ICMP, which was from 2019 to 2021, I studied the songwriting masters. I'd done that part time over two years. Um, and my current occupation and job, this is a question that whenever I meet someone new and they ask me this, I'm like, oh, how, lo- how long have you got? <laughs> but um, basically, I'm a part-time primary school uh, music teacher. So I do that two days a week now. And I am also a private piano tutor. So I've got about 10 different piano students. And then also, in addition to that, um, I'm in a band. We perform at the weekends, um, like pubs and clubs. And I'm also an artist, like I said, a drum and bass producer, songwriter, vocalist and top liner so you basically have a lot of different roles and plates that are spinning so that's um yeah i can see why you said how long would you have when someone asked you that question um (laughs) okay it's not 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 an easy answer at all um i guess the next question i ask might not be as easy because of all the different roles but as much as you want to share then go through it so what would you say your your usual day-to-day or usual um, week looks like for you, um, obviously juggling all of those different roles? Yeah, so I specifically, I find it really challenging to say, all right, I've taught a piano lesson, now straight after I'm going to sit down and write a song. It's it's a bit difficult. I For me, I really love to have like a whole day where I'm saying this is my day to be creative. So what I do is I've made sure that my teaching, my piano teaching, I specifically only do that on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So I'm in school. For example, a typical day on a Wednesday for me would be I'd get to school for eight o'clock in the morning and I'd leave at about five o'clock or no, about half four to five. And then I would go straight to my piano lessons. So I have about three different students on a Wednesday. So it's a really long day. And sometimes I have a rehearsal also on the Wednesday. So I'll be like from 8am to like 11 at night. But that's, I much prefer that because like I said, on a Monday and Friday, I make sure religiously that I keep that absolutely clear because I can't have anything getting in the way of my Monday and Fridays where I'm creative. So yeah, those three days I am pretty packed out with teaching and piano lessons and stuff like that. And then on a Monday and Friday, I'm a lot more relaxed. So, you know, I get up a little bit later, I'll do stuff from home. Some uh, like I will like in my room, I've got my setup with 
logic and my microphone and everything and my keyboard and everything and I've got my piano in the living room so I do most stuff here on a Monday and Friday sometimes I will go to like pirate studios I've been um, working on developing DJing skills so I can play my songs out live so sometimes I'll go to pirate studios and spend a few hours there so yeah it's quite varied and obviously at the weekends I gig as well so yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're a busy, a busy bee. I think that's the best way to like. I, it's, it's. I always find it fascinating how, I guess, as as creatives, we're able to kind of juggle and manage loads of stuff. Um, whether that's we're fully in uh, the creative space or we're doing our creative projects alongside another job, and we're now having to juggle two different jobs essentially. I'm always, I'm always just, yeah, my mind's blown at how, how we have the capacity to be able to do that. And by the sounds of it, you're, 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 as I said, you're just, you're juggling loads of different stuff, but you seem to be doing it well. So. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, just making sure I've got those clear days is one of the ways that you can try and like spin the different plates at once, if that's the right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's dive into that a bit more actually. So. So obviously you not only work as a tutor, you obviously have your various different music roles that you have. So one of the things I wanted to ask is how do you uh, manage to juggle multiple roles and responsibilities as a creative? Um, and do you do you do that with a budget? Um, but yeah, just, you know, tell us how you manage to kind of juggle all of those different roles and responsibilities, especially as an artist as someone who's in a band, as someone who produces as well, because it seems like you are doing a lot of the different stuff that maybe you'd have a whole team do, but you're doing that yourself. So how do you manage to kind of juggle all those different um, responsibilities? Yeah, so specifically as an artist, um, I've just had to quickly like get better at each specific part. You know, I, I've realised very quickly that, oh, you just write a song and you can produce it that's not even half of the battle. So <laughs> yeah, it's just like, um, I've had to, well, I've got like separate folders and things like that on my Google Drive where I, like for each PR campaign, whether I'm paying an actual PR team or I'm doing it myself, I make sure I put down like all my lists of contacts and things like that and all the different things I need to do and, the, and like a to-do list because otherwise I'll forget things. So like, once I've written and produced my song, I'll then say, right, what's next to do? Mix it. Okay, who am I going to contact um, to mix it or am I going to do it myself? And I've I've done both in different releases, so it depends on my budget. So really the way I manage all these different roles is by keeping a list of what I've done previously, reassessing whether I think it works or not, like has has this mixing engineer been good for me? Has this person who has helped me get on Spotify playlist, has that been successful? Shall I use them again? So it's kind of like keeping a list of those things and tracking it and being organised with that and then going from there. So that's in terms of an artist because um, I've got complete control over that and everything I've got control over. Um, and I've got to give myself deadlines. That's really important. You know, I say to myself, right, by next Friday, I'm going to make sure it's all produced. And then by the following week, make sure I've mixed it. Because otherwise, it can be really, really difficult um, when you're managing yourself. You've got to motivate yourself. And putting deadlines in place is a good way to do it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, 
Well, let's 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 talk about the the, the deadlines aspects. Actually, do you find that um, are your deadlines like flexible? You very much I know this is like in terms of the structure. This has to be done by this time, so this can be done. Or is it very much like the deadlines are interchangeable and flexible? It's slightly flexible, but um, what I always have in the back of my mind and the core of it all is when was like my last release? What am I doing right now? And okay, right, my last release was a couple of months ago. Right, this needs to be probably a bit less flexible because, I, you know, I've really got to get things going. And when it comes to, you know, releasing, obviously, if I'm doing it independently, I've got to get it to my distributor early enough to, to make sure everything's sorted for me to be considered to be put on, um, like, release radar or um you know editorial playlist stuff like that to be considered for that I've got to do it early so yeah I guess um if I've realized it hasn't it's been a while since my last release I make sure I'm a bit more on it with those deadlines and I'm not as flexible because my my aim is to release music and I don't want to wait too long for that no absolutely no thanks thank you for sharing that um I guess this kind of will still be linking in with with what you've been sharing so what have you found have been uh, the biggest challenges, like looking after yourself and managing your like balance of work and musical pursuits as an artist, but also just in general as a creative, like in managing both of those different things? So um, it can be really, really hard, like um, being an artist, because you're putting yourself out there, your music, your raw, like it's your emotions, it's, you know, it's you. And um, it can be difficult if you're, you know, sometimes I'm worried, like, how are people going to receive this? Or, you know, if someone puts a negative comment online or things like that. But um, I just remind myself sort of like of my purpose and like why I'm doing this It's because I love it. And um, yeah, but in, in general, I think in a lot better place and I'm like a lot more positive about it all when I keep a schedule and I do things like, you know, I make sure I go regularly to the gym, like it keeps my head a bit clearer and, you know, it keeps me being a bit more creative because if I'm just stuck indoors all the time, um, I'm less likely to have sort of ideas and things like that. And also socialising with my friends and family. And that's a really important thing because I think sometimes we really forget that. You know, we think music, you know, some people think, right, let's quit the nine to five and now you can do music. But the thing is, music is like all the time. I feel like I'm always working on it. So um, making that time to actually you know, enjoy my life as well, because that gives me inspiration for songs and inspiration for, yeah, just creating. So um, that's really important to me. And um, I've been like involved in like challenges with my friends, like Tough Mudder, like doing fitness challenges and stuff like that. And that keeps me really motivated. And it helps me as a creative in the end. I think that's good. Thank you for sharing that. I think, um, like, as you said, music is always ongoing. Being creative can always be ongoing, but there's obviously other aspects that, by you looking after yourself, can actually help to feed into you being more creative and releasing more music. I I realised from having spoken to other alumni and maybe students that are out performing. Yeah, looking after yourself is important. I even really recognise that myself as someone who like does performing or does music, that if you don't look after yourself, not only are you going to suffer, but the stuff that you're doing is going to suffer as well as a result because 
you need yourself to be able to do you know and as you said reminding yourself of your purpose why are you doing what you're doing what's the why to what you're doing and if you're like i love it that's the reason why i'm doing this or maybe if it's like whatever your why is to what you're doing like knowing that first because then that helps you to at least have the um, drive and motivation to do what is that you want to do yeah okay so i'm gonna kind of switch around now um and just kind of ask some questions on the creative side so obviously as you have are you collaborating with a lot of different um artists or writers obviously because the producer is a is a one of the aspects that you have as a creative or is it mainly your producing or your production skills are more lending towards just helping to bring your ideas to life as opposed to collaborating with other people yeah the production really is mainly for myself because I have all these ideas in my head and I've been developing my production skills and working on that for the past few years so that I can just bring my ideas to life. Yeah, I do co-produce and collaborate with other people. For me, like dealing with whole projects, like producing for someone else is still something that's different that I'm not really tackling right now because I feel like my main focus is my artist project. But And then when it comes to collaborations, to be honest, a lot of the collaborations I do is mainly top lining, you know, where I just um, get someone else's production and I sing on top of that. So I take the, the different role there where I'm, they're, they're, they're doing the track. And I often do give suggestions, you know, for like chords or like this might be nice or if you chop my vocal up and done this, you know, that would be good. So it, it gives them... Um, it's good that I've got those skills where I can actually talk to the other producers and say, you know, what might be a good idea. And it, yeah, it helps with the track overall. But yeah, mainly the production is for me. No problem, no problem. And I guess another question I wanted to ask is, um, so what have you found have been the best or easiest or most effective ways to get your uh, music heard or music out there as an artist to best get your music heard by uh different people yeah so i've learned obviously that just putting it on your instagram on your facebook is like 0.001 percent of it all it's like it's just the beginning you know obviously you need to grow a fan base communicate with your followers and things like that and like put out content but um beyond that yeah just trying to get it on things like blogs and um other things like that i've been using things like submit hub um muso soup it can be a bit of a minefield sometimes some of those websites but uh yeah and also like using like people from different websites like fiverr to help with like spotify playlists or um yeah just to help get my music heard by more people and then me myself individually finding playlists on Spotify that I feel like my music would be suited to and then contacting the person of the independent playlist and yeah just anything else like for example um obviously I do drum and bass so um if I got there are some drum and bass Instagram accounts for example TikTok accounts um where you know, they put up meme videos um, and, and things like that with um, people's drum and bass music in the background. So sometimes I'll contact some of them and be like, 
hey, I would love you to check out my track. If you want to use it for one of your videos, please do. So that's kind of, yeah, it's, it's a real variety of different things, reaching out to people. Sometimes, you know, sometimes paying some money when I feel it's necessary. For my recent um, release, uh, Been Here Before, I use the PR company for that. Now, I'm not going to use that every time because I'm not made of money. <laughs> but um, for me to, like, get some decent press, to get, you know, to improve my Google search, you know, you Google Joy Doc and you see some, you know, reputable, like, articles from good, like, online magazines and stuff. I use the PR company for that. So it's about, yeah, a mixture of things, really. Um, Amazing. Ah, that's cool. That's good to know. That's good to know. By leaning into the last question, um, so is there any advice that you would give to students or um, alumni listening to this, not just from your experience of studying, but also just now getting into the music industry? If there's like one key thing you think, actually, no, this is something that someone should know. Um, whether that's focusing on their studies, like while they're at ICMP or as they're navigating the music industry, what piece of advice would you want to give to people that are listening? Okay, it'd be difficult to condense it into one thing, but I'll, I'll try my hardest. <laughs> I mean, I feel like when I studied the Masters, um, what I'd done for my final, final portfolio, um, one or two of those songs, or even some of the, not even the final portfolio in throughout my studies, there've been one or two songs that I've ended up releasing or developing and then releasing as an artist. So I'd say really do think about, I mean, I'll talk about after studying, but during studying, think about um, when you're doing each project, like don't just think about, you know, the module, Th think beyond that also, like think about, how is it going to impact your career? Like, what do you want to do in the future? Is this, are you doing this project just because it's, um, you know, geared towards the module? Of course, it needs to be right for the module. But then also think beyond that, how, you know, do I want to do this in the future? Because it really helped me doing a project that focused on my, uh, focused on drum and bass music, um, because then I use some of these tracks in the future. Um, but other experience and advice I would say um, would be just create because I spent way too many years just being afraid of like putting my stuff out there um, and I kept comparing myself to other music producers and I kept saying I'm not an artist and I, I don't want to release stuff by myself but if you just you know say to yourself don't worry about everyone else just worry about what you want to do that's probably the biggest piece of advice I'd say and also just try like if you want something done just do it yourself that this is like my motto now because I spent a lot of time thinking oh this person hasn't got back to me about this this person but if you just try and do as much as you can yourself obviously then using the expertise of people as and when you need them I think that's the best way to sort of propel forward because you're in control yeah you've heard it here first you've heard it here first um that was really yeah that's really good um insight actually so yeah joy thank you for sharing that thank you for joining me on the podcast um it's been great to have a chat with you um even just you know we've ordered the multiple different roles you're juggling at the minute yeah, it's great to be able to kind of just hear how you're able to do that. But yeah, no, as I said, thank you for joining the podcast. And um, 
you can tune in to the next episode of the What's Next podcast where we'll have another special guest sharing experiences and answering the question, what's next? Stay tuned for the next episode.